Hey everybody, this is CK and this is episode one of The Rec Room. nothing new um okay. i don't new I, job at a company of which i will not mention because i don't know if this is being recorded right now or if you're just asking this me is being general. recorded it is okay so you, you don't, uh, you don't you want to say job, I, i'm not gonna say what that's, is, that's fair wait hold you on. can know hold on you know what it is i don't hold on more things to cut cool oh. yay well, better edits that's awesome congratulations on the new gig thank you thank you um have you, i appreciate it have you been enjoying it so far I have, yeah. Uh, it's some. It's the like industry that I'm in is the first industry that I was in out of college, so it's kind of like coming full circle. Radio. But, yeah. Yeah. Over Back to the basics. Yeah. yeah. She didn't. She didn't I didn't hear what you said. What did you say? <laughs> I, I said radio. Radio. Yeah, you're the first industry you were in. Yeah. Oh, I mean, well, yes, that too. <laughs> I remember. I've had three hours. I've had three hours of sleep. I've been. My that is, yeah. mind is still at LAX at 3.30 in the morning. You didn't end up taking a nap? No, I tried, oh, but then it just where kept you, going. Where are you coming in from? Oh, she What's dropped that? off her sister. Where are you no, coming? I dropped off. Uh, you want to mm-hmm. drop, drop me off at LAX uh, when I have to go go there? What what day? Not a Wednesday night. I mean, a Wednesday night. For uh, the day before What's Thanksgiving. That? Oh my oh, god! Oh boy, no. Let's go. <laughs> now that I know what day, definitely not hard ah. pass. It'll be great. No. No. <laughs> if it was like on the way too, like in the morning, like yeah, because right back in my office. Fair. But you know, All she's right. not gonna go not at to night you and not on the and night before back. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Come on, there's like, it's gonna no. be fine. It's easy, easy. I'll peasy. call you an Uber. I'll call you an Uber. Ooh, I'm okay with that. She didn't say she paid for it. Why don't you ask? Why don't you ask? Et said he'll do it. He said he loves taking people to the airport. I never said that. That's we talked about this earlier least, today. He said I, he said he will drive. Favorite place. Thirty minutes drive. east of him to go thirty minutes west I would of him. Never. Do Any that. day you ask. Nope. Any day. <laughs> All of the days. None <laughs> of the days. Seven Zero days a week. Days. Three sixty-four. <laughs> He's got to have one day of rest. <laughs> yeah. New Year's. New Year's. Yeah. There you um, go. So what, uh, yeah, so I just found out that you're going to be on like a little bit ago. Um, are we talking about anything in particular? I mean, same. <laughs> no, no, I just, I just forced I, her he on. Told me the same. I was just forced her on. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's he fine. Did. I guess. He's like, so coming? And I was like, sure. 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 Why not? Why not? <laughs> uh, yeah, he was, he was like, oh, CK's going to, CK's going to come on. I was like, hell yeah. Is she going to come here? And he's like, probably zoom. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hate, do- I hate doing <laughs> zoom shit. See, okay. And that's what I told him. I said. Does Ryan only want me to do it if it's in person? And he's like, no, he'll be fine either way. It come to find out, like, A, you didn't know. I knew it. <laughs> B, you don't want the Zoom way. But oh, it's, yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, it's fine. Like, I'm, just, I'm happy to hang out with you one way or the other. So it doesn't really matter yeah. to me. Uh, we just have three mic stands. And... Yeah, we just had three mic stands that we hardly ever get to use. Yeah. So I'm using the second one or the middle one yeah. because easier for mic, the camera. Mic three. Yeah, mic three. Um, I feel like you guys have guests 
pretty often though. No? Not really. Frankie. Well, in in person we had like well it was like you cat Melissa and then mm-hmm. we had Becca. Mm-hmm. Meals and Steel Mike. Well, that was on Zoom. Kyle. Kyle was on Zoom, Mike was on Zoom. Yeah. Um was Becca the at- doctor? Oh, no, oh, Heather. Um, Heather yeah. was in person. Oh. Um, and then, yeah, and then we had you on yeah. Zoom, like, the first time. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah. And I'm still mm-hmm. working on a very special uh, guest doing, on my... by the way? I'm not... Uh, I've gotten one... Is this... What's up? Is this the South Park guy? No. no. We wish. That's, oh. that's, Eric, that's Eric's, like, wet dream over here. I don't... It's not going to happen. <laughs> well, no, my wet dream was Dave Chappelle. That's definitely not going to happen. Yeah, no, we're we're nowhere. We have no we have no business. Like I'm just going to write him a letter. Chatting with him. I'm just going to write him a letter. I mean, <laughs> hey, sure, fine, why not? Um, Wait, who's the special guest you're working on? That is, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to say because it's exciting. and I want to like brag and announce about it, like uh, an, like officially announce okay. it. Um, but it's a, uh, a musician that I used to uh, nerd out to a lot when I was younger. Um, slash rapper so i'm excited fingers crossed eminem it's no it's de- definitely not eminem <laughs> like slash rapper it's uh is I, it well known no not even not a chance. Oh, it, very oh. very niche um you you've oh i have wait is it you can guess you, you, I'd be, weird al no, no, that would be fucking awesome. Oh my god, I, would, <laughs> I was like, because how do you know Weird Al? I would have a panic attack. I love Weird Al. Uh, yeah, that was, I was weird, say, like, what the... Weird Al was my first concert that I like ever went to, and then mm-hmm. uh, right, right before, um, in the before times, um, I took, <laughs> I gifted myself and her tickets uh, to go to uh, Weird Al when he was performing in L.A. Like at one point, um, and it was like right before he got his star of fame. Oh, uh, nice. he got a star on the walk of fame. And, uh, but I bought like VIP tickets. So we got like exclusive shit oh and God. like access to like the merch store ahead of time. And then there was like this big, like weird out trivia game beforehand. Oh, it was awesome. It was so awesome. And Rissa's was like, you fucking nerds. Did you get the white and nerdy? Shit? <laughs> no. So it was his, um, it had a funny name to it, but it, it was essentially like all of his like B tracks. Uh. Um, so it was kind of like, oh, there's a lot of deep cuts. Um, even like there's a couple that I'm like, Ooh, I don't know that I actually know this one. Um, but it was, uh, he did a couple songs that were like, you know, fanfare just for shits and giggles. But yeah, yeah. a lot of it was like deep cut tracks. It was awesome. It was so good. Nice. I didn't even know he was still performing. Yeah. Like, homie's killing it. Like, like weird Al who like, I don't know, Tom green, like is Tom green still doing anything. You know, oh, Tom green. I hope not. <laughs> I hope Tom Green's not doing anything. Uh, yes, the the hit or the the artist from the known for his hit song, the bum bum song, the bum bum song. Yeah, my bum is on your lips. My bum is on the Swedish. The Swedish. Swedish. Yes, the Swedish. Exactly. Yeah, man, Tom Green. Uh, yeah. After uh, Freddie got fingered, it kind of went downhill from there. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah. Well, he had his cameo in uh, Charlie's Angels. The chat. Drew Barrymore. Hmm. No, I don't remember. Oh, weren't they married for like a hot second too? I think they were. Yeah, he was a hot commodity for a moment. Anyway, anyway, uh, no, the the artist is super niche. You might have heard of him if you, uh, 
don't want to give away too many spoilers. So <laughs> see now I want to know. Like now, like you have okay, to tell me after this. Hold on, let me pause it again. Cool. <laughs> we pushed R this time. All right, go ahead. Okay. No, I was just gonna say like on the topic of like negotiations and when people like put prices on services or like whatever the deliverable is. I would agree with you, Ryan, that when someone says like, oh, like what would like what's your budget? I'm like, well, how much do you usually charge? Because if I say, let's say I say five bucks and they're like, oh no, my price is a hundred, then I look like an idiot, right? But I'm like, I don't know. Like you didn't tell me what your range is for like whatever services you can provide. Um, so I never not that I never know what to do in those situations, but it's always like a interesting situation. People don't just give me the price they want. Because as someone who is a personal trainer, you know, by trade or by profession, whatever you want to say, I don't sugarcoat things. I'm like, this is the rate that I have and we can work it out if it's an issue for you, but this is the, the amount that I have. And usually people will be okay with it or they're like, oh, can we explore other options? It's like, yes, we can. Here are the lower ranges. Well, but yeah. well, that whole dance is weird to me. Yeah. People are uncomfortable by it. And uh, of like about talking about money, which is, I understand, but it's a little funky. Um, mm -hmm. One of the, but one of the things that I've kind of like learned a little bit is like, at least for me is, it is a very recent conversation I actually just had about like, uh, like prices and stuff. Cause people will like, I get people who will ask and you know, cause by like my going rates, 120 mm -hmm. bucks an hour, right? Whether that's high or low, I'm whatever. That's what I charge. Mm -hmm. Um, and I do like pack, like I just, I run off of packages. So the, uh, I know people will be like, Ooh, that's a little steep. I'm like, well, if you want to save money, I'm like, buy the bigger package. Cause it's technically cheaper in the long run. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. and they're like, well, could you like, cause some guy recently was like, well, I'm, you know, I'm going to be consistent. Like, can we do anything else? And I'm like, you can buy more than 12 <laughs> pack. Like you could buy more than one 12 package if you'd like. I'm like, if yeah. you just want to get it done and over with, I'm like, but that's, that's, that's the lowest my rate's going to go. Um, because it's like, it's, it's, I, I don't know. It sounds arrogant, but I think it also, I found that I need to, over the years, I've needed to like stand strong in the belief of like what I think mm -hmm. I'm worth. Arguably, I think I'm worth more and I probably should charge more money. Um, but I'm not, I don't, I'm done devaluing, like kind of, this sounds arrogant, but I don't mean it to be, but like, I'm done mm -hmm. kind of devaluing myself by charging less to try and meet the means of somebody else where I've kind of realized like, yeah, I might be a little expensive for you. That comes with, you know, the almost, you know, 10 years of experience that I have and all of the wins that I have, yeah. um, across my, like my career. So you're getting that. <laughs> It'd be different if I was like just started. I'm like, yeah, sure. But I've been doing it for long enough that yeah. I, I can charge a pretty, a fairly pretty penny. I agree. I mean, yeah. it's the same thing in, in my sales departments, you know, everybody wants a, everybody wants an estimate and everybody wants to look at the design and it's like, okay, well you got to pay for the design. Cause I put in hours to make mm -hmm. that design and they go, Oh, okay. Well, how much is the design? And I tell them 500 bucks. And they go, Oh, that's kind of steep. And I go, well, look, you can give me a thousand dollar deposit right now and I'll forego the charge of a $500 design. You get the design, you get the estimate and we work with you till we finalize the project but you're signed with us basically. Yep. They're like, you know what? Just give me the free estimate. Like, All right, cool. So when I give them the free estimate, mm -hmm. they're like, what does this include? I want to see it. And I go, well, 500 bucks <laughs> or a thousand dollars. I already gave you your options. Yeah. yeah. No, you're, uh, I think you're, it's a hundred percent. You know, it was funny. We were talking about this. I was talking about this with a client about like art and the value of art. And mm -hmm. it, that's a similar situation where 
uh, one of my clients is a, is a painter. Um, and he's like, he teaches like painting. Um, he's phenomenal. Um, like I'm going to shout him out once he's, he's got an art show coming up. So eventually I'll shout it out so people can go like see yeah. it, um, and hopefully buy some shit from him. But the first, like I've never bought art before. So the very first time that I had the opportunity to like buy something from him, which was of me, um, I was like, I was like, how much? And he's like, well, that's not really how it works. He's like, what would you put it at? And I, and I was at this point, I was like, look, we're, we're, we're I'm your, you know, we're client, you're my client and also friend. So I'm like, I need to know what this runs. Like, give me something to go off of. Um, I was like, if you're going to charge me like five grand, I'm like, I can't do that. Um, so mm-hmm. it might be worth it. I mean, art is one of those things where the value is in the, you know, in the, whoever's buying it, but yeah. He gave me like a rough estimate of like, he's like, well, and similarly things would run this, this much. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm like, can I pay you a little bit less than that? Like, and give you like, do it in a payment type of thing. And he was like, yeah, sure. That works I'm like, perfect. But like, mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, admittedly I'm better at negotiating than he is, but, <laughs> um, but like when it comes to negotiation, it's you, I think the, the, the tricky thing is like, it's a power play, right? If we want to yeah. get real into like sales talk. Um, so like you need an answer to like play off of. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. The art of negotiation and the deal is interesting. Yeah, hundred percent. I would agree. I mean, in some situations, like for example, in the current situation I am now, the price is the price set by the company that I work for. So there really is no negotiating on that. Yeah. I could tell them like, these are the lower options, but that like, you're not going to get as much as you would with a bigger. Um, but for example, with my coffee company, right. Some people will want to negotiate and I'm like, yeah, like, you know, if you want to order more, then you can get rid of shipping because then it would kind of negate everything else. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's kind of goes back to what you're saying. You kind of want to, it does. Yeah. There's no other way to make it to talk about it without sounding arrogant, but it's like, this is the value of my labor and of my work and my services. So that's what I would like to get paid for it. And if I keep lowballing myself, like people will just take advantage of that back. So. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. One of the, one of my new favorite clients, all of my clients are fucking awesome, but one of the, my newer client, uh, who I was telling you about earlier, he, uh, he, we needed to re up on sessions and I was like, Hey, like, Hey, it's time to re up. I'm like, which, which one do you want? Um, like six or 12. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Ooh, he's like, I don't know. He's like, can you got any other deals for that? And I know what he does for a living. So, and I was like, well, I'm like, what do you, I'm like, what do you get paid? And he was like, well, I don't feel comfortable telling you that. I was like, okay, that's, I'm like, sure. I'm like, fair. But I was like, that's fine. I was like, but I'm like, when you're working these like projects, you know, say these international projects that you work on, um, I'm like, how long have you been in this industry? And he's like, ah, like six, seven years. So I was like, okay. I'm like, you went to school for that too, right? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, cool. School's pretty expensive, isn't it? And he's like, yeah, yeah. I was like, cool. I'm like, I've been doing it for about 10 years, went to school for it. Uh, um, I was like, essentially have done this across the country at this point. Um, I'm like, so you understand the why, why I charge what I charge. And he was like, yeah, all right. (laughs) Right. But, but I think it's like with training and coaching, it's a very, you know, it's kind of a service industry to a certain degree. Absolutely. And I think it uh, is. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think people don't quite realize stuff like that. Like, Mm -hmm. um, they can't, they, they, no, they can't, they don't understand the interpretation of the value, uh, that a coach holds. They just they see you as somebody who's giving them advice or giving them workouts versus the knowledge that you possess, the experience that you possess, all the stuff that we tally up and and we 
give ourselves yeah. credit for and, and value ourselves, they just see it as another workout routine. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I, it's, I would like kind of not, I mean, not entirely disagree with that, but I think it's not that they don't see it the way that we see it. I think they see what we offer them more as like, like they see a training program that we give them as the same as buying like a cup of coffee or whatever. Right. It's like a thing that's given to them that they can take and they're not seeing it as like, I'm paying you for a job. That is your career. Yep. It's like, this is but your hourly yeah. rate. You know, it's like, it's the same as if I were to say like, well, do you want me to pay? Like you were saying to your client, like, do you want me to pay you like X amount of dollars for what you do? Like on a daily basis. And they'd be like, no, like this, I want this amount. And it's the same thing really. It's just, we have to do it with every client that we, <laughs> that we sign on instead of with the company that we belong to. So I think they see it as just a good rather than a job that we do. For sure. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. And I, and I think the, the interesting part about the sales, the sale process with that too, is like, it's an interesting mix of like, you know, I do free and free initial consultations, right? Mm-hmm. I'm very confident in my ability to prove my worth to people um, that I'm willing to not charge them. Um, admittedly I have very good success as well <laughs> as it comes because it comes with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm very confident in that regard, but like, I think also when it comes to like, if people aren't quite able to value you, that's also, that's also on you. Um, meaning that you haven't, you haven't displayed it in a way that connects with them for them to conceptualize mm-hmm. like why you are paying this much money. Um, and it goes, one thing that I've learned is it goes a hell of a lot deeper than just like stating credentials. Cause half the time people don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I've been with, I've been with this guy for one of these guys for almost three years at this point. And he just asked me cause I said, I sent him an email and he like just asked me, he's like, what are those letters after your name? And I was like, you're just asking <laughs> yeah. now. I was like, but, and I remember I was talking about this before where I referenced like the CSCS is, you know, my argument is a little bit bullshit. Um, but I was like, the only thing that that really does is, is offer a flex to people who know what it is because the average Joe and Jane, they might ask, but more often than not, they probably don't care because they care more so about like, how, how do you make them feel? Um, mm-hmm. like how do you make them feel not just like physically, but also emotionally and mentally. Mm-hmm. And then like, how do you, like, do you back up the things that you're saying you're going to do for them? That's really it. Mm-hmm. So if you can do those half the people, people don't give a shit about what you what your experience is half the time. It's true. I mean, I would agree. Like even in thinking now about the clients that I have and the ones that I've had in the past, none of them asked for my credentials. Like it was more so like what we did together or what they saw me do on my own. And like, sometimes I'd be honest and be like, like back when I was first starting weightlifting, I would do it at the company I was working for before. And they'd be like, Oh, can you teach me that? And I'm like, sure. But like, just so you know, like I'm not certified in this, like I am certified as a trainer, but I don't have a specialty credential on whatever it is. And they're like, that's fine. They're like, I know you know how to do it. And I'm like, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> so let's do it. <laughs> I mean, to a certain degree certification, like it, I think it's good to go through like a certification process, especially for like training and stuff. But at a certain mm-hmm. point, it's uh, it's more of a legality thing than anything. Right. Yes. To be able to now say like, well, I am trained. So therefore I have some education to mm-hmm. back something up. So in case someone tries to sue me for some stupid shit, I could be like, well, according to what I know, this would be the best course of action, right? Rather than being like, oh, you're not certified. Right. You never actually learned anything. That's, yeah. kind, of, that's mm-hmm. kind of ultimately what I think I, to a certain degree. I agree. Yeah, I I agree. And I had this conversation with you, E.T., about this where I'm like, any real, like, legit certified tr- personal trainer could teach a CrossFit class without having to be CrossFit certified. 
but most CrossFit affiliates will not let someone teach a class if they are not CrossFit certified because of the legality and the liability within that. Well, that's because if you are an affiliate, you ha- like a core, a part of the affiliation is that the trainers are CrossFit, like have, have gone through the CrossFit right. L1 process because though there is a loophole in case anyone wants to hear about it is if you are a certified trainer, you can technically teach CrossFit under the supervision of an L1 instructor. So at a previous gym that I worked at, we had somebody who didn't take, have their L1, but they were a phenomenal trainer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we hired him. And so like technically somebody was there watching yeah. in some capacity um, <laughs> while they coached a class. And it was great. No one gave a shit. Yeah. Yeah. But see, and that's the thing too. It's like, there's been so many instances where I've taught CrossFit classes until this day, I don't have my L1, but like how people I know swear that I have it. And I'm like, I do not have an L1. Like I have just taught several CrossFit classes before because who, no one knows. Yeah. And no one really cares if you can teach it. Well, like you said, make them feel better. You can teach it well. That's what fine. else do you need? You give them a good experience. <laughs> yeah. They don't get injured. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. Well, here, speaking on the topic of CrossFit, because this is one of the things that I did want to talk about tonight, or tonight anyway, was... um. When... Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. I was say, when don't you want to talk about CrossFit, Ryan? <laughs> I like CrossFit. <laughs> what do you want about me? That's... I mean, there, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying, like... <laughs> well, there's, it just it just gives... It, it's just the... It's the thing that just keeps on giving. Um, yeah. I was listening to a podcast today. And they were saying that to put in a time cap, it, time cap in a workout is a lazy way, a lazy way of creating like a stopgap to essentially adjust mm-hmm. for your inability to appropriately coach and uh, like essentially uh, tell the members or the clients like the stimulus that's intended. So like if you're forcing a time cap by like writing it in or enforcing it, um, you've done a poor job at essentially coaching. And I'm inclined to agree with that. So like, I, I, yeah, I was understanding correctly. You're saying like, not if I program like a 15 minute AMRAP, it's like, if I program like a long chipper and I'm like, oh, your time cap is 20 minutes. I shouldn't tell them it's 20 minutes. I should just internally know that it's 20 minutes as a programmed, like, yeah, yeah, I would agree. Right. So it'd be something like, yeah, exactly what you just said. Or the example that was given was, um, okay, we have Fran, um, and it's, you have a 10 minute time cap. Got it. Now, regardless of that being a ridiculous time cap, um, but to say, be more precise and be like, all right, you have a four minute time cap. Mm -hmm. Well, you have the argument that I heard was like that you are artificial. You you haven't, you have, if you have to do that, you are not instilling the idea that like either a how to modify appropriately if you know somebody in class can't do it knowing that this is supposed Mm -hmm. to be a sprint like your goal is unbroken um and so if you you haven't conveyed that stuff appropriately we're now or you have the inability to display or explain that stuff appropriately therefore you and you have to put in a time cap to essentially correct any imbalances Mm -hmm. like the coaching the coaching point right it's essentially the whiteboard talk that makes sense. I thought that was an interesting, interesting point. <clears throat> that is an interesting point. Um, because that's been something that's been on my mind a lot lately where 
Yeah, that I mean, yeah, because even in looking at like workouts that I do, sometimes I'll like, ask like the coach who's programming mine, like, hey, like, what's the time cap for this? And she's like, it's your own time. And to me, like as a former crossfitter, I'm like, but what would you ideally like me to have this done in? And then she'd be like, you either want to challenge with weights or do you want to challenge with speed? You know, I'm like, well, you tell me, <laughs> you well, know, the, like, give the, me the, give me the time that you want. That's, yeah, that's not so, how that works. That's not how that works. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like so like when I used to, when I would program like more CrossFit, like specifically CrossFit stuff, mm -hmm. the, everything had, now I know I am guilty of writing in time caps. So I'll, I'll call myself a hypocrite right now, mm -hmm. um, which is fine. The, but the, the point of it is that I would generally have some sort of like a stimulus in mind. And I know for like, for, mm -hmm. I've just recently looked over the, some of the stuff that I like sent over for Eric uh, a while back in the before times. And like a lot of it, I get like, you would, I would even write in like short, medium, long, and then would give mm -hmm. like intended stimulus or like goals to be achieved in that. Like now it's a little bit different, right? Cause it was personalized. So it's not for a group. So I can be like, I know you can handle 135 pounds. Mm -hmm. So you should be able to do like, you know, do this unbroken or whatever the case is. Um, yeah. So uh, but like the point is that there should be some level of intended stimulus going into any piece of like Metcon that mm -hmm. you're doing. Um, and with that, then in turn comes some sort of like understanding of what that, that the quote unquote time cap should be, um, just by nature of the movements and the stimulus that you're intending. Arguably. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I would agree. Um, and in an example that I was giving, like, it's not that she wasn't giving me the example, but it was like programmed for a whole group of us. So when I asked, it was like, I could tell she was trying not to give a straight answer because she doesn't want to influence what someone else is going to do, you know? And so they became like, well, how long did it take you? And I'm like, oh, it took me X amount of time. And she was like, did you do like the RX plus, like basically? And I'm like, no. And she's like, okay, you should have, because you shouldn't have taken that fast <laughs> to do it. And so she was like, why didn't you choose the upgraded movement and I'm like I just didn't want to <laughs> you know but yeah so and she's like that's fine if you don't want to do it that day it's fine it's just the intention for someone like me she's like would have been xyz and I was like valid I should have asked before I did it <laughs> but, well, but but well I guess it depends on the situation like was this like you just coming in and doing something on your off time or were you in class when that happened would like ask me that question again so what, like when you had this conversation with the coach about the mm -hmm. workout, was that, were you participating in a group class or was this like you you were coming in on your off time where there was no class and just yeah, asking? It was exactly, it was after the fact, um, okay. because I was like in the time crunch. So I just did it on my own. And okay. then after I did, it, I'm like, mm, I felt this way. And is this what you wanted? It's like, no. Okay. <laughs> So that part, I think it could be then be fair, but if, if, cause if it was in like a group mm -hmm. setting and they were being like vague about it, then like, I think that's a, that's a problem. Yeah. It's a big ass problem. Yeah. yeah. You, no. you should be able to give no, it was specific stimulus Sorry, to each athlete depending on their level and what's written. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. In a group yeah. setting, in a group setting. Yeah. Well, if, yeah. Yeah. Like I think, <clears throat> I think it goes to say one, you need to, you should definitely know about your, the, the athletes in the class, mm -hmm. um, you know, at least no basic information about them, some basic background information. Um, and then two, you should be able to convey that the intended stimulus of the workout itself to the class 
So that way they can start to conceptualize what it is, right? Like, Hey, this is supposed to be like an unbroken workout. And it's like, Larry, mm -hmm. I know you can't do the, uh, the RX weight at, you know, the RX weight. So I'm going to need you to either drop the weight or you're like, Oh, Kim, I know you, uh, whatever for the reps is going to be too much. You're going to, I need you to cut these to 10 instead of 20, right. Mm -hmm. Or something. Right. Um, and, and also being able to adjust that stuff on the fly. Um, based on kind of what you're seeing. Right. And I know I'm sure all of us are yeah. guilty of like having someone stop mid workout and be like, uh, you're going to do this now. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. you're gonna take the weight down or I'm going to strip the weight off the bar for you yeah. while you're on a run yeah, um, or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And they completely, well, someone will be okay with it. I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone will be like, why? And you're like, because you're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> yeah. You're going to hurt yourself. You're not, you're yeah. not achieving the stimulus I want for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're defeating the purpose. Yeah. You're just, you're, you're now you're working out for workout sake versus having a goal in mind. That's honestly, that's part of the reason why I like, I'm enjoying, uh, just personals. So like, I think I enjoy mm -hmm. them so much more because I one have a, such a significantly deeper understanding of what the person is and what their ability is in front of me. And then when I'm yeah. like planning stuff out, I'm like, I know that this is going to be very, very close to exactly what they need to be doing. Um, and it's not mm -hmm. this kind of like somewhat continuous guessing game because I know everything that they do physically <laughs> because it's with me yeah. sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would agree. It's funny that you brought that up because it's something that I was thinking about a lot recently too. Um, cause in the past, like when I was like a baby personal trainer, I did not enjoy personal training as much as the group classes. Cause I liked the group classes. Everything was the same. It could be consistent. Personals were just like they were almost more tedious for me because it had to be obviously personalized. And then now that I'm like a more mature trainer, I'm like, God, group classes are so much harder to instruct than they used to be for me because you have to make so many different modifications on the fly rather than having that perfectly prescribed training that is already tailor-made for that person, you know? But I mean, that's why, you know, that's why certain trainers are hired for certain positions because you have to be able to do quick changes on the fly, you know, at the drop of a hat. So totally. Anyway, uh, now, question for the both of you, does that time cap stim or time cap issue? Does that include hero workouts? Uh, no, I think that's different. That's probably like, I'm, 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 sp I speak more from the sense of like just general training. Got it. When you're looking at like a hero mm -hmm. workout and we kind of like AMRAPs, those don't count in yeah. this regard. Um, because obviously the stimulus nature. is to keep moving for yeah. said amount of time. Just, just by nature. Yeah. Now, I think you can still fuck that up within, but that's a different, different point. Of course. Um, no, I think hero workouts kind of operate in a, in a little bit of a different sense because they're, they're meant to be, yeah, they're not really meant to, they're, they're meant to be like struggle fests yeah. for a reason. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't, yeah, I don't know. Hmm, that's an interesting one. What are your, what's your take? That's, yeah, that's, I mean... I, I mean, in my current classes, I don't program hero workouts or, you know, those like traditional, like suck fast benchmark workouts, but in classes that I've taught where a benchmark was given, I would mentally set a specific amount of time for that. I just wouldn't tell them unless they particularly asked and I'd be like, oh, okay, you want to know how long it takes you to do this workout? A very elite athlete would take seven minutes, you know, but depending on what your level and ability is, it may take you more, it may take you less, but this is what the stimulus that they're going for. They're going for speed or they're going for, you know, endurance or whatever. So it's, 
it's tricky. <laughs> Again, the group settings are so tricky because it's benchmarks or hero workers are not made for everyone to do. They are made for people who are more elite to do. So you really only have that elite goal marker to give someone, which is why I would argue that I sometimes I hate whiteboards because if you see that someone did five rounds, like in your head, you're like, oh, if I don't do five rounds, like I suck at it. Or if I did six or if I did seven, I'm the greatest athlete there is in, in this gym. And it's like, not necessarily. Depends on your level of ability, your push, what's the most was actually the intention, you know, not necessarily what scores people got, but CrossFit is the game of numbers and leaderboards. So there's also that. I, th I think it's all about, it's all about how you teach it. Like how do how do you use yeah. the whiteboard and how do you kind of mold whether like from the from the owner down right owner to coaches how mm -hmm. do you kind of mold the community in that regard because we've been a part of places that like the whiteboard is the live and die oh, so man. if you know that your 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 rival in six a.m. did it in this and you're coming to the the five p.m. class you better believe I'm gonna you know this person's gonna die to mm -hmm. try and beat them now and that but that's because the culture that's been essentially Har right. har harvested i don't know why that's the word that's coming up but uh cultivated there we go farming terms mm -hmm. um but that's, but that's but that's the uh the culture that's been cultivated whereas i'm sure all of us have also been a part of places where it's like you can you use it as like a, oh man yeah so and so you know like uh ck is really fucking good like she crushed it great job mm -hmm. um and you and but i could be like oh well eric's probably a little bit closer towards my thing or, or my ability level so i go like okay Eric did this. I could probably shoot for that. Um, maybe yeah. beat him, but like, that's a good goal setting for me. Um, mm -hmm. Or there's also, or like, or on that same note, it could also be something where people are like, cool. People did the workout. Yeah. I hope I do well. Like, and yeah. it doesn't mean shit. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just more of a capture device for, for coaches as a more of a, a way to capture the intention and see if people kind of got it right. I agree. That's, you know, that that is that is something important that the whiteboard should be taught. How the whiteboard should be taught or how the whiteboard is taught mm -hmm. is very subjective to each individual gym. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, yeah. competitive gyms obviously build that competitive nature, breed that competitive nature and uh competitive, competitive in quotes, competitive. air quotes. Yeah. Um yeah. and then, you know, there are those other coaches and owners who tell you, "Hey, the whiteboard's not for you to compare yourself to anyone else in the competitive form, but rather to show you what you got. Maybe write it down later so you can compare it to your notes later because at the end of the mm -hmm. day, CrossFit's about being better than yourself yesterday. It's not being better than Ryan. It's not being better than CK. Like, yeah, if you guys are friends and you have that friendly competition, that's one thing, but on the majority, uh, for the most part, you're you're competing against yourself. You're You're fighting for your own health. Uh, mm -hmm. at the end of the day and that, and that's what it should that's mm -hmm. what should be taught that's what its intention was that's, exactly yes yeah um fuck the whiteboard i like the whiteboard it's awesome i hate not having a whiteboard to stand in front of give me a chalkboard a hundred percent i would agree what you want when i don't have a whiteboard i'm like uh, well because like the like the, hold on <laughs> the gym the gym that we're at it's on a tv and i have to like i hate it because i have to like look up at the tv and then back at like the the group and it's just kind of annoying like i like the ability to be like here's what we're doing mm -hmm. and just kind of like have my hand at it just vanna white it yeah just vanna white it um 
and like talk about it and then like talk to the group as well. And like, it's just, I don't know. It, se- it seems more personal. To I me. agree. It makes it easier. I do. I say fuck the whiteboard, but I miss the whiteboard. <laughs> I miss being able to write on it and literally stand there. Point this, this, this. Got it. Mm-hmm. Good. Get it. Got it. Good. Now get it done. Get her done. Um, oh, well, oh, but, oh, that's where I wanted to go. Um, but with all of the, all of those points just made, there's, um, I always get this argument or I have this argument with people where, uh, they'll be like, oh, you know, CrossFit gyms are expensive. And I I'm almost positive. We've talked about this before. Definitely. Um, mm. but the, the whole point is like everything that we just talked about from like a coaching side of like the, the, the nitty gritty of what you need to be able to do on the fly within an hour with t- 10 to 15, 10 to 20, maybe different people of different ability levels and ages and injuries and et cetera. Um, that's all the shit that you got to be able to do. And from like a member side, it's very obvious when there's somebody who knows what they're doing versus when they, when they, like when they don't. And, uh, that is like the level of expertise. And I can't, like, I always stress this. I'm like, you have no idea how, how wildly important it is for you to take your job seriously, um, in a group Mm -hmm. setting, especially in a CrossFit setting because of the propensity for injuries Mm -hmm. so high. Mm -hmm. Um, like a, a strong majority of people that I will see like pretty high ebbs and flows with are people who are hurt from doing CrossFit because coaches can't, uh, like teach them appropriately or adjust appropriately. So like that level of like one danger to a certain degree, not saying it's dangerous, but like, you know, there's, there's a chance, right? There's a high chance whenever you start doing anything anyway. Um, but then also like the high skill level required to be able to manage all of these factors at one time, all at the same, like at the same time, is like it's a wild skill to develop mm-hmm. um and so if you think about it from just one coach coaching one class and there's you know there's 30 days worth of classes like 180 bucks 200 dollars, actually not that bad for what you're getting what like in the reality of what you're getting assuming a good coach also it's not that like it's not it's not yeah it's pricey but it's like not that bad but yeah yeah i mean exactly if you if people take it in consideration personal training charges 120 an hour Roughly, right? Mm-hmm. Versus paying one eighty for twenty days a month. Like, yeah, premium baby. I would argue, yeah, it's essentially semi-personal training, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. So, like that—that that is the rate you're getting a steal. I mean, granted, some places do overcharge, but those are usually places that are very pricey locations and they offer like ice baths and saunas and free, you know, massages and things like that. So, um, what? Uh, something weird just popped up on the computer. Um, oh, I was like, what? no, it wasn't you. Yeah. Yeah. You're all good. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what was so interesting about what I said? Uh, um, I mean, everything you say is always interesting. CK. I try. I if the people could could hear, hair I'd flip. be flipping my hair. <laughs> um, but as an aside, kind of off semi off topic, uh, I won't pat myself on the back super hard. Never mind. Eric's gonna do it. Um, one of my one of my girls, uh, the she's a fencer, just uh, just did this competition in um, this nationals competition in. Uh, I'm not gonna say where. Um, did a national competition. And uh, she tied for 17th, which is pretty wild, out nice. of like 100 and something people. That's awesome. Which put her at rank 16 in the nation. Oh, shit. 
and is nice. uh yeah and so now she's flying internationally to go compete in like a like a super high level uh international competition that's and pretty I'm, badass she just like came in today and she was just like so i like just went on like all gushing i was like yes i was like yes yeah. hell yes so i'm super fucking stoked i was like perfect ending to my day that's pretty badass well work day that's dope that's pretty bad there you go <laughs> shameless plug shameless plug shameless plug i Total create world champions well she's not a world champion. sorry world athletes world Gl- stage, global world stage athletes. global competitors i, wor- so I, I would this, say world stage world stage speaking on that whole like world champion thing it where are we going i don't know if it bothers anyone else but it definitely bothers me when we call people like world champions when it's really just in the oh, united in the, states in the US? i don't know if that bothers anyone else well, we're the center of the world, so who? who yeah, cares? we're number one. USA, <laughs> USA. It's like USA, and then maybe the the Canada. You know, it's always USA <laughs> versus the world, right? Like, are we talking about CrossFit in particular? No, I'm, well, that too. But I'm saying like you're you talking know, like baseball, baseball basketball, like world football. series. It's like, is it really the world? Were we competing against the world? We were competing against everyone else mm, in the U.S. Technically, there's a lot of people <laughs> from around the world that well, are sh- like striving to play okay. in the major league baseball. Well, yes. Uh, maybe. I mean, mo- like Japan has a like a wildly successful like baseball yeah. like program. I mean, people over there are like fucking celebrities. Um, mm-hmm. like they get like billboards of themselves. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, well, I think Singapore has a pretty decent. I think no, they're basketball. They love basketball. Um, Dominican Republic has Cuba, Dominican players. Republic. But yeah, uh, but but like yeah. but most of like the U.S. players, you're gonna see like or MLB is like a lot of. You'll get like Korea, Japan, but like a lot of like Dominican, Cuba, kind of mm-hmm. like the Caribbean, mm-hmm. na- like nations, yep. Caribbean, Caribbean, whoever want to say it. But then like home homegrown USA people. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I I don't know. It just always I've, bothered me I've had, like the terminology. I've had that conversation before, and I don't think I let it bother me. Um, be, I, I wish they would save that term for when it's like the baseball classic, when it's actually USA versus other countries. Then, to me, that's mm-hmm. more of a World Series than our series. Um, mm-hmm. But then at that point, I don't know what we'd call our series since we've called it the World Series since like the national championships. But there's an American League. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the only so... other issue. But <laughs> I mean, at the... it just it always bothers me. <laughs> it, it is funky because it's like, I feel like it's. Gr- not grammatically, but contextually incorrect. The yeah, Major League Baseball Championship Series. Yeah, it doesn't quite roll off the tongue no. super well. World Series just sounds way smoother. It sounds cooler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, super Bowl. Yeah, right. Like Super Bowl makes sense. NBA Finals. Yeah, right. It's like I think all those. Can we be. all agree though that like when the NBA Finals, when there's a world champion, there's really no other better team than Team USA in basketball. So they, we're technically world champions in didn't, NBA and the Olympics. Did USA? I, I, I thought we lost in the yeah, Olympics. Yeah, we didn't win the Olympics this yeah. year. <laughs> but we have the most winningest team in basketball series or basketball history for the Olympics. Sure. I think that's a weird thing to gloat about as the country that started, well, arguably started the sport. Um, so having uh, decades ahead of any other country to develop. Mm-hmm. Get good, scrubs. Get get good, Philippines. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the Philippines, right? I'm like, 
I'm almost positive it's the Philippines yeah. that like fucking love basketball. Oh yeah, and they're blessed with being not tall enough to play. Yes, one hundred percent. Agree. Yes. They're they're tallest players five seven. Sure. Do they play on nine? <laughs> like I'm sure. I I don't know. I believe you. I'm not gonna you fact shouldn't. check you. You shouldn't. <laughs> I'm pretty you sure that's incorrect. Yeah. Like uh, if we like get... our friend said earlier, uh, we are not giving out proper legal advice or do not. Uh, do not take or what we say. Facts. Yeah, do not not proper sports facts. Don't uh, don't take what we say with, or take what we say with a grain of salt. I was talking to Brian uh, last night when I was playing. I was playing some video games, and uh, I was t- I was like, oh, I'm gonna play like Rocket League, and he like he's like, no, no, just talking shit about sports sports games, and I was like, I don't know who you think you're talking to. I'm like, I'm not a, a, a sports straight. Um, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not the person to talk to about shit like this. <laughs> I'm not one of them. Wait, so he was trash talking sports games? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Um, he's a, he's like what a he's like what a straight person thing to do. <laughs> he's like let's play MLB. He's he's like let's play an MLB game, and you know, whatever. I mean, the fact that it's he not knows it's the enough. MLB game, I think <laughs> I think you add some straight points to his credentials at that point. No, he's a. Uh, I think he said he's a. Uh, is it called a platinum gay? Oh, he's a platinum gay. Yeah. Okay. So, or no, he's not. One when we went to his birthday party, somebody real, um, realized that they were they were a platinum gay, which is uh, a term for when you've uh, never come in contact with a vagina, so they were C-sectioned. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so I was like waiting for like when it was going to start to make sense, and then I was like, interesting. <laughs> So from birth, have never touched a vagina. So Brian is not platinum. No, he's not. He's not platinum. Uh, How did I come up with it? Whatever. What an interesting because, it, because the internet's fucking terminology. Amazing. Because the internet is amazing. Is <laughs> exactly all. It, that's all it is. Honestly, if that's the only explanation you need, is the that, it's is the internet amazing. just being the internet. <laughs> just coming up with some wild ass shit, and you're like, I like it. That's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else? Isn't that how like? Like, uh, like instead of like owned, it's like pwned or whatever. Like came from video games, like video game chats. Oh yeah, like pwned. It was like a, a typo. Yeah, uh, pwned is like circa 2010, maybe. Maybe earlier. Maybe earlier. Honestly, <laughs> maybe 2006. Yeah, it's like that's early, <laughs> early games. You got pwned. Yeah. Marissa would always make this joke. She's like, you, uh, when I'm playing, she's like, "Are you, uh, are you pwning noobs?" And I was like, "I don't think you know what that." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yep. Yep, I'm pooning them. She's, it's like that meme where like the dad comes in and he's like, hey, son, are you winning? And he's like, that's not how this works, dad. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, video games. They're the best. I love it. I'm so excited. So we're moving into a two-bedroom um, upgrade. Uh-oh. We are. Eric and I. Yeah. Um, yeah. So instead of the house okay. that he currently lives in, we're going to move into a smaller two bedroom apartment together, together. Yeah. Perfect. Um, but we're moving into a two bedroom. I'm so stoked because, um, one of them is going to be, one of the rooms is going to be like kind of like guest office or guest, guest room slash, mm-hmm. um, like office. And I'm stoked cause I like get to get a desk and I'm all excited about like trick out my desk and have like a legit ass, like stream set up now. I'm so excited. I oh, is, that, is that why you want the chair? <laughs> yeah. That's why I want the chair. <laughs> Because now, well, if it, is it a gaming chair? Yeah, yeah. And I'm getting a gaming desk. I'm so stoked. <laughs> you have a gaming I, keyboard. Here's, too? here's what I'll say I about that. I have a gaming keyboard. Here's what I'll say about that chair, though. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that chair. You're gonna need a cushion, a seat cushion, and a backrest or a back support. 
It's better than the I, like I, I sit on a folding chair. No, yeah, yeah. That I like have a towel like, like very meticulously folded to give me some level of cushion because at a certain point my ass just hurts. Yeah. <laughs> trust, trust me, you're gonna. It I'm might fine. be an upgrade, I, but not that much of an upgrade. It has to be better than what we have now. Maybe. I whatever. Anyway, I'm so excited. I can't wait. Same location though, or like same area, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just actually, it's going to be the same building, just um, different, like a different spot within. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm super excited um, to have cool. like a cool setup. Going to make Marissa move everything. Congratulations! Thank you. Big things. Everything's coming up Millhouse for me right now, <laughs> so I'm going to keep riding this. Yeah, thing. Well, I wanted. Well, I wanted to hopefully listen to the podcast you did, or what I heard the topic was on last time because. I didn't want to ask all the questions that you would have answered, but you know, I couldn't listen to it on all of the new exciting things that you're doing with your life. Oh yeah. Well you can now, now that you know where to find it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, which is all of our streaming for whatever, except Spotify, except Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. So you gotta figure that one out. That was, yeah, that was weird. And then when you were trying to do it, it said you weren't logged in and then you logged in and it still wouldn't do it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I gotta figure that out. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason, that last one just like didn't key in. I don't know. Whatever. Well, well that'd it. be funny. I mean, if this one doesn't key in either, let's sue Spotify. Doctor, yeah, sure. We'll take we'll take it to court. Yes. Um, <laughs> what were we just talking about? Moving, moving, place. video games, gaming video chair. Games. We were talking uh, about video games for you. And oh yeah, uh, yeah. I quit my job and am now doing into business for myself. Good for there's you. The, there's you the, quit the your short job. Brief. I got a new one. Everything's we coming up. Mailhouse over here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. Uh, I've still got two jobs. <laughs> Three. Oh my god, I'm about to start a third again. What? Oh yes, yes. You told me this third, the part time. Yeah. One, right. Very much part time. Yeah. Oh the. Yeah, that one. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. The porn. Yeah. Thirty seconds a day, baby. <laughs> Thirty seconds a day. <laughs> He's the fluffer. Um. Whatever pays the bills. <laughs> whatever pays the bills, man. Yeah. Um. I feel like I had something else I want to talk about. Uh, about yourself or about CrossFit? Um, I don't like the tone that you said that with. <laughs> That's not okay. <laughs> Wait, backtrack. Hmm. Were you going to share more information about yourself? Or okay, that also does. Keep going. <laughs> How many feet in the grave would you like, CK? Two so far. I don't. I'm just. You're just gonna lay down now. Myself into a hole here. <laughs> Never coming out. Ah, uh, yeah, Ryan, you talk a lot about yourself. So any more shit you want to talk about yourself? Hey, first of all, your bio says cocky coach. So that's <laughs> you fair. did this to yourself. Yeah. Well, a cocky, I, I equate cocky to opinionated. Not necessarily um, full of self, yourself. Se, no, no. This, yeah, full of myself. There's another word that I wanted. Yeah. I almost said self-flagellating, but that's not the right word. Flagellating. Uh, you'd, you'd have been close. <laughs> no, that's like... Confident, maybe? That's like the... Self flatulation is like you know those like monks that would like whip themselves and they're like I sinned I'm a bad boy oh sky sky daddy man I was thinking farts flatulence flatulence flatulating is it not the same uh the single wait the scientific wait no it's flatus flatus flatulence but yeah flatus is the technical term for a fart huh fun fact all right learn something new again yeah I just you know what the scientific term for like goosebumps is. Uh, Goose pimples? Dermal. Am I right so far? Something dermal? Uh, 
I mean, I can see that word being used with it, but technically, no. no. All right, what is it? Pyloerection, because like the hair is like mm, that's right, like yes, the lie or whatever. So pyloerection, your hair's stand up. Your hair is being erect. Nice. You got horny yeah, hair. Yeah, your hair's already erect. <laughs> Whoa, it's not a sexual thing, Eric. I didn't make it sexual. You said horny. Why does horny have to be sexual? Because horny implies sexual, like sexual. When you think of a horn, what do you think of? A horn? Yeah. I think of something upright and hard, right? No. You don't? Know? Horns can be curved, oh. spirally. So can hair. Hair? Yeah. Yeah, but the the it's so you made this sexual. But pile the term here is about the horny hair. Not horny hair. It's about the where the hair is inserted into the skin has a term, which I'm assuming is like pile like pylorus or something yeah. like that. Uh-huh. Something like that. Or no, that's not a, that's a bacteria. That's about yeah, pylorus is a <laughs> Don't say it. You don't want you pylorus mean, don't injected into you. Um but it's a uh, it's the yeah, that. It's the f- hair follicles yeah. are called Poor, pili, pili, pili. Hyali? The sport hyali? Pilus. Pilus is derived from the Latin uh for hair. Perfect. See. So go. it's a, it's the point at which the hair is uh, attached to the skin uh-huh. or within the skin, mm-hmm. not the hair itself. So the hair itself is curly, mm-hmm. but that's the hair was not what gets erect. It's the um, the follicle itself. The follicle gets horny. I mean, erected. Well, it's not erected because erected is like building. It, uh-huh. it, it, gets it causes erect. that. It causes to be erected. It causes erection. <laughs> it gets an erection. Yes. Got it. Horny hair. The more you know. <laughs> horny is more of a feeling, <laughs> not necessarily a physical action. Have you felt your hair when you get big uh, goosebumps? When I get when I get uh, a pile of erections. Pile of Sounds like a Harry Potter spell. Pile of erectus. That would be a Ron Weasley looking down, going, hmm. "Harry, I've never felt these things before." <laughs> I feel like we just started a fan fiction. Oh my Honestly. god. Oh, <laughs> Fifty Shades of Harry. Mm, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. How did we get here? Um, you were calling me arrogant. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. And you were about to talk crap about Chicago. People, people don't forget. And I was not. First of all, I would never talk. I was just Chicago. trying to I would like something. to go to Chicago. I was just trying to instigate. Hey, you want to go to Chicago? I'm going. I'm going. He's uh, going. Uh, I'm not taking you to the airport. I'm going to be going there if you want to drive me <laughs> to the airport. <laughs> Maybe. No, thank you. Maybe you can catch a plane ride. Same time. My mom is all nah. about like random ass people being like, you need a place to come for the holidays? Come on by. She loves it. I wish I would have known that. She, she, it's too late now. She's never met you when she already refer, she refers to you as like her son. Yes. Just how, Aww, that's just how that's it sweet. works. That's how, that's how my mom is. Winning. Yeah, my, my, we're gonna go make a trip though. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. my mom is the uh, yeah my yeah. mom's the per- the type of person who would be like, uh, like oh it's like what's so and so doing for like when I was younger it'd be like a friend like what are they doing for Thanksgiving I'm like I don't think they do Thanksgiving she's like well guess who's coming by and having Thanksgiving with us. <laughs> <laughs> my was, mom used to do that. Yeah, it was, that was it. She was like, yep. Um, but yeah, we, we're definitely. Hi, Ryan's mom. <laughs> yeah, she listens. Please invite us to Chicago, but not during the winter. Next week. <laughs> During, or whatever we oh, think. God, no, not during the winter. Can't wait. She signed me up for a 5K. Yeah. In the wintertime? Or for the winter? Is it like a turkey, like a turkey a trot? Turkey trot. Yeah, so I got to do a 5K. It's 
fine. I'm training for a half marathon. You're that so family. No, we're not. No, actually, not at all. <laughs> My brother is. I have very recently become an enduro, uh, an enduro boy, a long runner boy, a long runner boy. Are you gonna do yeah. the uh, tiger trot? Did what? you see the little banner thing as you came up the hill? It's like December fourth. No, they no, run. My, my they run through South Pass, and I try to hit them with my truck because they, for some reason, run up my hill, and I'm trying to get out. Uh, Why is it called a Tiger Trot? It's because South Pasadena High School is like one of the major sponsors, and they're the Tigers. Um, the Tigers. Oh, Tigers. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, no, I'm not going to do that because I'm doing. I'm, my half. My half is on the twelfth. Oh, this one's just a 5K. I don't think it's a marathon. Where is your half? Because I think there's one of um, there's someone I'm, I've been working with at work who is doing a half on the 12th, and I think it's the same one. Uh, it's an Oxnard. Oh, maybe not. Yours was in San Diego, I'm right? Really Are your friends? I thought you said. San I thought Diego. you said it was in San Diego. I might have maybe. I don't know. I'm, I mean, now I'm sure I there's more me. than one going on. On the 12th. Yeah, for every whatever. I hate they're like every weekend. They're always yeah. on Sundays. It's fucking That's bullshit. That's dumb. They need to be. Well, on you know, Saturdays. the LA marathon this time was during the time change, which still I wonder put how it on that affected people. Sunday but. though. Yeah, but it, well, more so, it was still on. It was on a Sunday, which is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Because like. I want to enjoy my day off. So now you're telling oh, me. Oh, that's you're literally one, your only one day off. Sun, one Sundays <laughs> are my only day off. Two, you're telling me now that I have to not do shit on Saturday because I need to do this goddamn run on a Sunday. Yeah. Early in the morning. Yeah. Fuck, that sucks. Why don't you take the Monday off after? Oh. You can't or you're choosing not to? Because I feel like you could. I'm choosing not to because yeah. Mondays are usually a pretty loaded day for me. Oh. Um, you got to pay the bills, you know? that two-bedroom place <laughs> well that's what my sugar mom is for that's right um no but more so it's because i've made a commitment to my client clientes uh-huh. and that's what we had agreed upon and i'm not going to cancel it because i'm just like i want to have a day off i, I chose ch- my day off i chose to do a stupid half marathon so <laughs> it's my own doing i'm not going to punish them for it you should punish them by making them go cheer you on Oh, get, it's fucking far. Yeah, it's far. I don't even want to drive that far. Don't why? Yeah, why did you choose that one? Because I, a friend of mine is doing it, and it's also that or San Diego. Um, long story short, I was kind of like had a little bit of like a falling out of doing CrossFit because I was kind of bored of it, and then I was doing something else, but I was just kind of like going through the motions, and ca- mm-hmm. she caught she caught me at the perfect time where I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm in," and just signed up for it. I was like, "Guess you got you got somebody else to do it with you." Um. So I just wanted something to train for. And I wrote up. So the other bigger part to it for why I want to do it is I have a, uh, a program that I wrote up a couple years ago um, for an older uh, client. And I kind of wanted to, I'm starting to work with more like marathon runners out of nowhere um, mm-hmm. or like endurance people. And so I wanted to one, get a little bit of credibility back. Um, since it's been quite a while since I've done one of those. So, you know, now I can say I can did, I've done it very recently and trained for it, um, for my enduro people, uh, two, I had this program, um, that I kind of revisited and rewrote. Um, and so it's also to kind of test a little bit of a theory that I have as it comes to, uh, training for something like this. Um, so I'm using myself Mm -hmm. as the experiment and yeah, that's pretty much it. I dig it. That's actually something I wanted to talk to you about today. I mean, whether it was on the podcast or not, like the runner, the runner boy thing. Mm-hmm. Cause I've been doing the runner, runner girl boy. thing yeah. because same, I was feeling burned out on like weightlifting in general, not like necessarily like Olympic weightlifting, 
bunch of strength training. So I was like, I, I just started running hmm. just to run. Uh, and I'm like, eh. I felt the same way. I was like, you know what? Clients ask me about running programming all the time and it's not my forte. So how else do you figure it out? But <laughs> experiment on yourself. Yeah. So same, same Z's. <laughs> yeah. So the interesting thing about it is, so it was like, I was talking to one of my clients about it today. Who's a runner. And so he's going to be like training for a marathon, but he's very much, uh, kind of the old school in the idea of like specific mileage, um, you know, with just a kind of like across the board. And so my entire outside, well, outside of a couple very specific, like kind of time trial ones. So I've done a half or sorry, I've done a mile time trial that I've used and like repeated and kind of used some, for some metrics, um, a, uh, 5k and a 10k. Uh, time trials. So those are like the only specific distances I've ran, um, at all. Otherwise everything has been, it's all a heart rate setup. It's all based on like a heart rate and then a uh, time duration. So time duration, it's the same thing or duration. Um, so like certain heart rates for certain distances, um, varying heart rates that we would run at. So kind of what, uh, we could, I'd call like a, like an aerobic, um, like a lactate endurance and a lactate clearance or lactate mm. clearance. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. And so like the times have changed for the most part. Um, yeah, that's kind of it. It's been a very interesting ride because actually it's, I find that this has been significantly easier to manage, um, without necessarily having to worry about trying to like get the distance that I needed, um, where I wasn't ready. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, for like, to give you like an example, so like when I started this, this whole program, um, the really, the, I may, maybe have done a couple, like one, two mile runs, like during quarantine, just because I'm like, I have no, nothing else to do. Um, and so, uh, that, that was probably the extent of it before I started this program, uh, other than maybe like some like eight hundreds or something like that, like repeats or within a workout. So, um, so for like today, for example, I needed, I have a, I have a two hour run tomorrow and I needed to buy like a, a just a belt so I could carry some water with me. Cause I'm going to go out and run, um, for two fucking hours. So stupid. I hate it. Oh my God. <laughs> um, but the, uh, but for example, but I was like, I, I had to go run today anyway, like for my training. So I was like, I got some time. So I ran to the, like, I just ran to the store, picked up my shit slapped it on and then ran back. And so, which is weird to say, cause like <laughs> that would have been an insane concept for me. What, I don't even know what week I'm in. Which one 12? did you go to? Which store did you go to? Oh, um, oh Pasadena. Yeah. 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 Was that a, uh, it's, it's a, it's about two miles. Is that a, oh, it's on Lake Lake. Yeah. Yeah. Lake and it's across from Walnut or like Conrad's, whatever the earth that, just above Colorado, right? It's yeah, it's a couple blocks north. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's like right by the highway. Yeah, I know exactly which one. Yeah, it's on the mm -hmm. right hand side if you're coming down the street. Yeah, if you're heading north, it's on the left. <clears throat> yeah, um, but yeah, anyway, that's um, yeah. So it's like a two mile run. So I ran there and ran back. Jesus, Look which was a, which was a weird, which is kind of weird to say. Like I'm like, who the fuck am I? Yeah. <laughs> no, I ask you that all the time. Every time you say, "Let's go for a run," or I just got back from the run, I'm like, who the fuck are you? I'm training for a, I'm training for a race, but anyway, the point is, is that I found that, um, cause I, I've done like a, uh, an Olympic distance triathlon before. 
and kind of followed more of a like a traditional like running template um, from like distances. Yeah. Now that's not a huge distance, not 13 miles, so whatever. But it, um, but I found like adhering to like strict like mileage was really really hard on me, uh, just because I wasn't conditioned for it and it didn't really condition. It didn't like really prepare me well. Well, prep me well building up. Right, I didn't build up well. But now that it's kind of like it's based off of like heart rate. Um, at the very beginning, my, I mean, my times were super slow because I was trying to maintain like a very aerobic base or build an aerobic base. So given that my, my overall like pacing doesn't really matter necessarily, um, I was able to like speed up or slow down based on what my heart rate was saying, which inevitably made me actually run well and feel good afterwards where, you know, I would finish my runs being like, cool. Like, all right, I did some work. I feel pretty good. Like, I don't feel like I'm going to die. Um, it kind of self-paced me. Um, so even with like last week, I did an hour and a half hill, like hill runs, like around the Rose bowl. Um, like, yeah, I mean, I was tired, but like, I finished that off and I was like, I feel pretty, like feel pretty good. Um, I remember telling Marissa, I'm like, something's weird about like how I feel right now. (laughs) It could have been the K-pop concert that was going on. That was just like, oh, it was the best. So, so I ran around the Rose bowl last Saturday and um as a bts or? no no if it was bts i mean people would be rioting um uh my my fencing fencing girl knew exactly who it was wow. and i was just it, like straight up the she, girl the girl k-pop group uh Black i think no it wasn't Blackpink. that's another one where they'd be like fucking rides those those <laughs> those are like those are stadium shows not uh in the park of rose bowl Oh, it was in the park. It wasn't even in, in the, the Rose Bowl. Bowl. Got it. Oh, I thought it was inside. No, 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 not that big. Uh, big enough, but not that big. Uh, Joji, yeah. I know Joji was one of them. That was the only name that I recognized. Um, anyway, so so I was like, okay, I got a long run. The I'm like just running around the Rose Rose Bowl is like I don't have to worry about traffic or anything like that. I'm like I'll just do that. So like I started to drive up there, and it was like I got stopped, and like the this track like crazy, and the cop was like, he's like, uh concerts like this way and i was like i'm just here to run and he was like confused by saying that he's like okay um i guess go this way (laughs) and he's just like he's just like like, carry on (laughs) yeah he just kind of like moved the barricade and just like let me drive through so now i'm like driving around like towards the back part where it's where it's like artist entrance and all these other things like i'm pretty confident i'm not supposed to be here yeah so like i had to like drive around and find somewhere to park um like up on the hill above it so I was like running around and, uh, and I can hear like mic checks and like kind of, you know, prepping and stuff. Cause it was early enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like stopped and asked some, one of the people that like the guards that were like blocking the streets. And I was like, Hey, I'm like, what's the, what's the concert going on? And she was like, uh, yeah, it's like Asian artists. And I'm like, what does that oh, mean? Boy. Wow. And I, I said this, to, I said this to like the, the girl that I was with, uh, working with tonight. And she was, she was just like, Oh wow. <laughs> it's Asian yeah. artists. She was like Asian artists. Huh. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? So like kept running and uh and then finally like ran into somebody else and I was like, Hey, what's this concert that's going on? She was like, eh, it's like a bunch of like K pop K pop artists and then um some other like I, there were some other like bands that were performing as well. And I was like, Cool, okay, now I kind of have an idea. Now it's narrowed down. But I will say when I like would run down the hill and like run around like start to run around the uh like the Rose Bowl itself. Ooh, took those headphones off because I was getting anime music playing and it was awesome. <laughs> I was riding high like a Gundam. It was great. Was it in the big grassy field? 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was very weird because I'm just like running around and there's like people like obviously in concert wear. Yeah. Um, or like mm-hmm. to go watch a bunch of, a bunch of artists and it's like, you know. T- they had to see their Asian artists. Well, to be honest, I did not see a lot of white people other than myself. Hmm. It was very, very ethnically specific. That's um, disappointing. Ar- around the Rose Bowl at that moment. It's disappointing. Um, but it was just really funny. And uh, but yeah, there's like a couple points where I was like, oh, I'm like, oh shit, yes. I'm like, this is like 200 <laughs> beats per minute. I'm like, let's rock. All of a sudden, yeah. I'm, all of a yeah. sudden, I'm sprinting uphill to something I don't understand. I was like, I love it. You got that DDR music going on in the background. Oh, yes. Hey, DDR. Man. You ever, you, you DDR? I mean, not anymore, but I did. You want, you want to? You want to go to the little Dave and Busters and bust a move? I was going to say, I was like, wait, do you have one? Oh, dude. <laughs> when I was younger, a bunch of my, uh, me and one of my other friends were trying to save up so we can buy like the, the actual metal pad. So, like oh, the metal ones? One. Yes. Yeah. Because um, both of us have competed in a DDR competition oh my when we were God. younger. Oh boy. I had the soft pads. So you're the guy that's like holding onto the handrails. Yeah. Yeah. If I was a fucking like noob. All... No, I'm doing, I'm doing like spin moves and shit. Bro, no joke. How, how, um, uh, what's the word that I want to use? I guess shamelessly good. I was at fucking DDR. <laughs> Um, it's shameful now to go back and say this publicly, uh, but boy, I was good. I was never that good. I there's a skill though to it. Like I would, I would be proud of it. I'd be like, yeah, people would watch me play. <laughs> yes, dude. I mean, we we I, like we made like fucking friends because it would be like the same nerds who would be sitting there like with our like roll of quarters, just or coins, like ready to. Yeah. You know, you, you we all we there, all we all had our yeah. special little coin that we put up on the screen. Uh, to denote who was up next. So we like take it and slap it around and be like, oh yeah. Oh my God. I had a Canadian. I need to, we do need to go do this now because I would like to see it. <laughs> oh, well, it's been quite a while. So I have no idea how good I am at this point, but I feel like I It'd could probably take you like one round to get back into it. Dude, I want to play. get back to you. The last Dave, yeah, David Buster's in Arcadia. The last time I was at David Buster's, um, I, pl- I like, I waited in line. Wait, there's one by you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's we, one in Hollywood. We can have CK go there after work. Then I can meet you guys there. <laughs> go play DDR? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> dude, one of my, my... You know, I'd be down. <laughs> dude, the guy that I used to play with, like, he lost... He was a, he was a, chubby, a chubby kid. He lost a bunch of weight playing DDR. Yeah. I believe it, man. It's like the original Zumba. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah fuck Zumba. I would watch a... people play, and like, they'd be like, dripping sweat. Oh, dude, it was gross. You know who played that a lot, or at least who I saw play that a lot? It's Filipino. Yeah, not a lot of Filipinos I where I grew didn't. up. I, I saw a ton of. The like it was um it was like a golf like a mini golf place that had a DDR by my house um, and there was not a lot of Filipinos that were playing it either. The one I did see quite a few white guys though. The one on and they were good. It's a honky game for sure. Golfland. Golfland. Yeah. Yeah. They tore everything down from that. I drove back. I drove by that. Uh, yes. No. This weekend. No. I have no idea what you're talking about, but okay. So it was like a so. They had mini golf, mm-hmm. go karts, batting cages, mm-hmm. bumper boats, and inside they had mini golf, but a huge ass arcade. Gotcha. Huge. Yeah, that's we would you used to go to. It's called uh, Hollywood. Actually, I think it's called Hollywood Park. Um, was the name of like the place that we would go to? Like the racetrack in Bellflower. 
what no in chicago oh that was like the name of like the like arcade got it that had like mini golf oh. and bumper carts and shit got that and there was like multiple hollywood parks or whatever no it's just there's just one. Oh. yeah just one in chicago there's only oh, it was in crestwood um, illinois illinois but yeah the the mercy and i went and played mini golf in the before times and i was excited because i like in the distance i was like oh, DDR. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm about to play this game. But it was one of the bullshit ones where the, it's like, the it's, angled at the, ones? it's at the angles. And I was oh. like, this is not my game. Oh, I hate those. I hate those ones. I remember, yeah, and I'm like, my, I'm like, my muscle memory doesn't, I don't Mm-mm. know these. I don't I, know. I don't go in right. diagonals. Yeah. I go left, right, up, down. <laughs> yeah. That's it. AB start. That's your life. It. No diagonal shit. That and Time Crisis. I wanted a oh. Time Crisis machine so oh. bad when I was younger. I love Time Crisis. That's the shit. That is the game. That? I loved one, but two is my favorite. When you no three, three is where it's at because you get the little pedal that you can like. You step down on the pedal and you can duck under cover and shit. You could do that with all of them. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. I promise you, in one and two, you use the pedal to duck under cover. All right, I'll take your word for it. Don't they still have them at like movie theaters? Yes, they do. They yes. have like Time really? Crisis Four Time now. Crisis? Oh, it's so good. Yeah. God, and, it's the best. And game. instead of just a pistol, it's like a machine gun. I don't know. Which I always thought was weird that I they have like arcades at. Theaters, because why? Okay. Uh, you know, to get the kids to spend more money there. It's for the kids. I guess. I feel kids. like it's like you play the game and then you like sneak into the next movie it's that you didn't pay kids. for. Uh, there's also that. You're giving away trade secrets there, CK. Yeah, you can't be. Uh, the more you know. The more AMC you know. AMC hates her for this one reason. <laughs> A- AMC <laughs> hates this girl for one reason. <laughs> There was a a specific DDR song that I ended up liking, and then butterfly. Like, now it's, I think butterfly. it's on my like butterfly. gym playlist. Now I forgot what it's called. What butterfly? See it. Butterfly. Wait, sing it. I'm not gonna. I think that's what song. it's called. I no no. Is it, it called butterfly? I thought it was like sailor sailor. There's castles in the sky. That was a popular one. There's um, uh, Afrojack's. Uh, yeah, oh Afrojack had a bunch. Uh, yeah. There's Cap. Uh, Captain, Captain Jack. Yeah, Captain Jack had a Captain couple. Jack. That's what. Hey, hey, oh, Captain Jack. If any of my clients are listening to this, like that song is on the gym playlist that I play at work for this reason. Oh, <laughs> right, <man>. lift <laughs> this up, <another> yeah. step. <laughs> yep, yeah, that's what it was. Captain Jack. Forward, march. Jesus. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was fucking obsessed with that song. I remember for Christmas. Yeah. I remember for Christmas, I wanted that, like, uh, my thank God, to a certain degree, my parent, my mom somehow managed to kind of uh, dissuade me from getting into eating, like, electronic music, because I had a, I could have been a real, real techno junkie, for <laughs> sure. Uh, thank you, DDR. Um, but I wanted the Captain Jack, like, disc set, but it was, like, it was, like, UK, and, you know, this was, like, late 2000, like, late mm-hmm. 90s, early 2000s, so it was, like, you know, internet wasn't, I didn't know, like, I didn't know where to go to buy like right. Euro DJs. Yeah. Um, like mm-hmm. mixes or CDs. So it was only on eBay that I can find it. And it was like $200. Jesus. Um, Jeez. To find. And my, I remember my mom being like, I'm not buying you a CD, like a $200 yeah. CD. Oh. And I was like, but mom, I love Jeez. Captain Jack. I love this guy. Yeah. Oh, if only I had a Tower like Records that. out there. What'd you say? I feel like if he would have had a Tower Records out there, they would have had it. Maybe. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I mean, to be honest, like, I love Europop. Like, 90s Europop, it's my jam. Oh, but we're talking, like, techno. This is, like, techno. 
Yeah, yeah, I know. But like the Euro DJ, like, I don't know. I think it's because of DDR. <laughs> so that's that's how I know about a bunch of artists. Um, yeah. We, when I went to the Madonna concert, somebody opened up. When did you go to a Madonna concert? Uh, years ago for the MDMA tour. Yeah. It was awesome. It's it in was our podcast. One of the best concerts I've ever been to. Like, nice. Yeah. There, there was this girl that I was dating, and uh, her, her dad was uh, essentially like the set designer um, or like set person for Madonna when, uh, for, specifically for this tour. And she, she was like, What are you doing tonight? Um, and I was like, Nothing. She's like, Want to go to a Madonna concert? I was like, Fuck, yes, I do. <laughs> um, so we were like, I mean, like front row like the frontest of row that you can be where like people probably spent like 10 grand to get tickets. And we just walked into the front <laughs> and like, it was like stage was just like right there. It was Jeez. awesome. Oh my God. It was such a performance. It was like Cirque du Soleil. It was so good. Anyway. Uh, I feel, I feel like it was like a Paul Oakenfold or someone like in that time frame of like, uh, Daniel Bedingfield maybe or Bedingfield, whatever. no, Man, it's killing me that I can't remember. I'm sure I can look it up, but um, yeah, I remember seeing this like DJ beforehand, and uh, and I was like bopping, kind of singing along, and the girl was like, "How, how, who is this?" And I was like, "It's a oh, yeah, know it from DDR." <laughs> <laughs> I might, know, I might know it from. I know all the steps to this song. Yeah, and I'm sitting there just like stepping left and right, <laughs> looking like an asshole. The Madonna comes out. I know no who opened for her. I'm gonna see if I can look it up. Yeah, it says Nero is what I'm getting from MTV.com. Nero to join Madonna on North American Legged MD Nate tour. The name doesn't sound right, but maybe. Uh, DJ Dan Stevens and Joe Ray. I have Solveig and Paul Oakenfold, uh, but that was 90, 98. That was 2012. It may Benny Benassi? No way. No. That, well, it it might have been Paul Oakenfold. Cause like it probably was. What's the song that he say, has again? Uh, let's see. Ready, steady, go. Yeah, that's right. Starry-eyed surprise, southern sun. Oh, Starry-eyed surprise. Starry-eyed surprise. Starry-eyed surprise. Yeah, that's a good song. Um, yeah, ready, ready, steady, go is another popular one. That's cool. What's right Paul Oakenfold doing now? Did you get him on the podcast? Yeah, I don't. He's probably still crushing it, crushing it somewhere in like Germany. Um, true. Speaking of, who would be, outside of who you're thinking of getting on the show, who would be your, like, ideal person to interview, like, on the podcast? Like, who do we want? Like, if I can interview anybody? Yeah, that, like, someone who's alive. Uh, Keanu Reeves. I guess who's, like, I, your child. I agree, Keanu oh. Reeves. Vaya con Dios. I don't speak Spanish. Point break. I don't speak German. Okay, point break, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, interesting. Anyway, ah. um, yeah, Ken Reeves. I have been a, a big fan of Ken Reeves for quite a long time, and I stand by the fact that I was a fan of his before it was cool to be a fucking fan of his. So I'm, I'm calling out my non-poser card right now. And Marissa, you like speed? Can vouch for it. I like pretty much all of his movies. Admittedly, I'm like I'm enough of a fanboy that I'm like, eh, you know. I'm, I'm pretty mm. cool with most movies, though. I did. What's though, that one Netflix movie that he made with a, a comedian? Oh, yeah. should always be my maybe. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Where he plays himself and he's a fucking psychopath. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> that movie is the best. I'm not a huge fan of rom-coms, but Marissa kind of like, she was like, well, watch it. You might like it. I like Ali Wong. Ali yeah. Wong? Yeah. Um, so I was like, I yeah. like Ali Wong. So I'm like, you know, I'm sure she hasn't, I mean, she's not going to be in something terrible. And I thought that was really good. And then especially when like the Keanu Reeves scene came in, I was like, what is happening? That right was now? hilarious. I uh, could not stop mm-hmm. laughing. It was so good. Um, I could not stop laughing. So, but there's a, there's actually a movie re- that I just kind of recently discovered uh, that I have not seen. So I'm excited to watch, which is going to be, it's called uh, a scanner. Lake house. No, oh, a scanner darkly. darkly. I've never, I've never seen it. I've never even heard of that. It's his oh. animated, like semi-animated film. Oh, okay. But what about you, ET? Oh, definitely. Your, would. I guess who was your like childhood like hero? Who was interview my again? childhood hero? Mm-hmm. Celebrity-wise, like you can't pick a family member. Oh, it would have been Kobe Bryant. But okay, obviously, oh. right? Yeah. Yeah. R.I.P. Um, childhood. That's a that's a different thing. Yeah. I okay. Who would your childhood be? My childhood. Um. Mm-hmm. So it depends because I've had a couple. I would probably either, which would be cool too. Still, um, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Would okay. Be, would be up there. Really get a nice hell yeah from him. Hell yeah. Um, Do you have the shirt and everything? Austin three sixteen. You fucking better believe it. <laughs> with the skull, the skull with the blue like flames coming out of the eyes. With the middle, just the middle finger on the back. Yes, I do have that shirt. Thank you. By the way, that was the episode that we recorded. That oh yeah, the audio just sucked. Oh yeah, it was all about wrestling. Bummer. We were deep into that. It was so good. I'm gonna Dang. get. I'm gonna you get. Gotta my, redo it now. I'm gonna get my friend Bill to call in because he knows a bunch of uh, a bunch about like wrestling. He'd be a really good and he's funny. So it'd be a good one to to have him on and just like bullshit about it. <laughs> um. Yeah, so it would be like Stone Cold Steve Austin, and then probably like, and then like a little bit after, it would be like Mike Myers. Um, I was a big a big fan of his. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed Austin Powers Gold Member, and a whole lot of his skits from SNL. Mike um, Myers was. Um, and then, but then from like a sporting side, um, at that when I was younger, I was big big into skateboarding, so. Also, actually, still would be pretty cool. Would be like a PJ Ladd, or not? Not PJ Ladd. Um, PJ would be pretty cool, but uh, Rodney Mullen. I would Ooh. be very intrigued to have uh, a nice conversation with him. Apparently, he's weird as fuck, but <laughs> like, and it, like, he's just like he's just just a, a goofy dude. Yeah. Um, but hey, he did a TED talk, so that's pretty interesting. Yeah. One step Ooh. down will be us. Sure, it's good to go. I think it was a TEDx, so it's not even like the real TED Talk. Oh, see, even better. It's half a step down to us now. What about you? Who, about would, you? who would you have coffee well, with? B- well, besides uh, besides Kobe Bryant, who would you have ch- chosen? Besides Kobe yeah, Bryant? Kobe. From my yeah. childhood or now? choosing someone who's alive currently. Okay, so from now? No, from your childhood who's still alive now. Oh, I didn't want to talk to anybody in my childhood. That's uh... Really? It was nobody? Did that you... like still you kind of like admire them as a person? You've lost respect for all people that you enjoyed as a kid. Pretty much. <laughs> How was that even possible? Because Kobe Bryant took the place and filled the void all around. <laughs> for everybody? For everybody. Mm. Now there's just a dark hole. Uh, I feel... Oh, oh, damn it. Nope. He's gone too. Fuck. <laughs> everybody I've ever there's known no, and like, loved is dead. musicians or anything? Um, Captain Jack? No. God, no. <laughs> He's dead, so it doesn't Captain work. Jack. Oh, that wouldn't work either. Fuck. Um, Actors? Nobody? 
No, I don't. I mean, Keanu Reeves, but uh, you were really like a fan of him when you were a kid, necessarily. Yeah, that's why that's what I'm trying to think. Who's alive now that I was a fan of? Your your childhood was I not this the, depraved. There's uh, no way that you're going to struggle. You're struggling I know. Well, well, okay, so then, but that's yeah. not fair, right? Because I like the Power Rangers, like no but I would okay. I wouldn't want to sit down and interview them. Like, I don't, what? I would love to. I would. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. Amy Joe Johnson. You wouldn't. Amy Joe Johnson could be on our podcast. I would take her to dinner. I wouldn't interview her. She is a married woman. How dare you? I didn't say I would do anything with Jesus Christ. What makes you think she wants to do stuff with you? She's a married woman. How oh dare you? How God. dare you be so presumptuous? Jesus Christ! Don't use the Lord's name in vain. I don't believe. Flying spaghetti monster. Flying spaghetti monster. Uh, Hail Satan! Oh my God! Satan was the podcast title. You like that? I was gonna say Tommy Lasorda, but Tommy Lasorda is gone. What about um, Tommy Wiseau? Yeah. Who? Tommy Wiseau. The fuck is that? From the room? Who? You know what Tommy Wiseau? The guy, like from the the guy from the room. You ever see the movie The Disaster Artist? The, the movie. No. Seriously? Holy shit! So okay, uh, so you have to watch the movie The The Room. Um, it's okay. this it's to, the Tommy Wiseau. This guy like this dude who doesn't like nobody knows anything about this guy, and he somehow had like millions and millions of dollars to produce like self fund and produce this movie his own like movie that he like starred in and wrote and all this shit um that is a terrible film like absolutely terrible like it's it's meme worthy bad um and like for just random example so like it's very commonplace even today where people would rent cameras because cam like to record a movie is like they're like hundred grand. Yeah, they're expensive as fuck. He bought he bought two, and he bought two cameras. Mm. One was like a digital, and one was a film. And so every, and he made this rig to shoot both of them at the exact same time. Oh my god! For the movie that he shot, and so he had to technically hire two separate crews to run these cameras. Like it's just it's wild. Anyway, uh, James Franco did a movie called The Disaster Artist. Um, that is essentially the 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 tellings of the the creation of the movie The Room, and it's fucking hilarious. Um, it's so good; you got to watch it. The Room. I've never even heard of it. it I don't, how? That's that's amazing to me. I would love to interview Tommy Wiseau because because he's like super weird and nobody knows anything about him. Like he's literally a fucking mystery. <laughs> is he alive still? Yes. Figure it out. See if you can contact him. <laughs> I would love to. I don't even know what I would ask him. I would just be in awe of just his just his existence. I'm still trying to think who I would want to sit down with. I'm in my stalling so hard for you to figure you out one goddamn. Name. I don't understand how you can't figure something you're out. There's a, nobody now that just, like you are like interested in as like a celebrity or like person who has any celebrities kind of don't, I don't like I don't have the admiration for celebrities you don't have you, okay. don't, have, you don't have to be like not admiration fanatic. but like you're like you're like this is this is someone who's cool you're like eh, I would like to be friends with them in real life I like you know? <laughs> I like this movie I'd like to talk to them uh yeah or, I, or exactly. a band or I like the work that they do music Dave Grohl perfect cool big Foo Fighters <laughs> fan I love it you do that who? huh who Foo Fighters who are they? Foo Fighters. Who are the Foo Fighters? Yeah. Um, they're. Mm, I was gonna make a joke that I'm <laughs> definitely not gonna say. <laughs> they're the 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 offspring. I got it. Eminem. Really? I would actually like to sit down. I I would sit That's down with one. Eminem. Which which Eminem? Like um, Marshall Mathers. 
LP, Slim Shady, the real Slim Shady, not the now Eminem. No, well, well, like you know, okay. what's what's the what's the one with like him in front of the curtains? What's that? What album is that? Oh, rehab, relapse, rehab, relapse. No. The pharmacy or no? It's like him standing on stage in front of like the big red curtains. It's just like, but the point that I'm getting at is mm. that like, do you want like early like the early do one? Do I want or drugged or, out, angry Eminem? Are we talking like D12 Eminem? <laughs> I'm talking about like I would like to sit with him now and discuss the timeline that he went through. I think that'd be fun. Okay. All right. That'd be cool. Uh, hmm. I I like I appreciate I appreciate uh, Eminem because he can make jokes about himself. Yeah. Like. Uh, did you ever see the movie The Interview? Oh my god, I love that. Interview uh, with James Franco. That yeah, one's... it's another James no. Franco movie. Oh. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, it's like James Franco and uh, Seth Rogen, and they go and interview Kim yes, Jong Kim yes, Jong Un. Yes, yes. Yeah. So the like opening scene with that is James Franco interviewing Eminem, and he comes out as gay, and he's like, "Yeah, he's like, I've been, he's like, I've been dropping like gay hints and all of my music for years." He's like, "You guys just never picked up," <laughs> and it's like, "Oh my god, oh my god, Eminem's gay." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. That was Aaron <laughs> That oh god, that seems so funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now that we've sold a long time, your turn. What if I did the same thing? I was like, I don't have one. Um, <laughs> I, I'd hit end. Close my get close my computer. And be like, well, that's we're done. So music wise, music wise, Gwen Stefani. Mm, okay. Um, and it's funny. I didn't. I wasn't even thinking like athlete wise until you said it. Um, and then because you said skateboarding, I was a huge like Tony Hawk fan growing up. Um, so probably Tony Hawk. And then um, because I would choose her character a lot in his skateboarding game, Elisa Steamer. Oh, okay. Yeah, was, like, the female hey, skateboarder. She, she, was a, she was like a, she was a pioneer <laughs> so, when it came to one yeah. of the very first female skateboarders, professional skateboarders. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, who else? That's what comes to mind right now. Hmm. Uh, another another one for me would be uh, Francesco Totti, who's a Italian footballer. Okay, big fan. Big fan. Nice. Everyone hated him. I loved him. Oh, cool. So, mm-hmm. are you big into? Uh, is is he the guy that headbutted people? Or oh, no, that was Zidane. No, that was Zidane Zidane, the Frenchie. The fr- the Frenchie who gets a red card on his last game, where Italy wins anyway. <laughs> Suck it, France. Yeah, suck it, France. Um, Did you play soccer growing up? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. This uh, tracks then for me now. <laughs> it all makes sense. Yeah, I was a big soccer fan. Um, I wasn't a good soccer. But... I used to like it a lot. I liked indoor more. Yeah. I watched the World Cup with you yeah. at Dave and Buster's yes, in Arcadia. Did. Mm-hmm. did you guys play DDR? We did not. What's no. the point? Uh, the I'm World Cup. We sat at the bar. The World Cup and three beers. Trey, Trey beers. Trey beers. Which uh, which World Cup? Oh fuck. Twenty thirteen. Fourteen. They're on the, the World Cup's in the what, off year of. No, it's the same. No, yeah, it's the off the off year of uh, the Olympics. Isn't it? I think. Then fifteen. Can't remember. Cause... I feel like it was an even year. It's every two every two years no it's every four years the world cup is every four years yeah, yeah. i don't remember i don't remember i'm pretty sure it's an even it's on it yeah even i think year. it's an even number I don't know. so i've been like i think 12, uh, 12 no because i didn't meet her till 13 16. so it would have to be yeah it would have to would have to have been 16 or 14 i think it was 14 yeah. actually i think it was 14 
Um, yeah, I was I was more of a more of a fan of uh, uh, indoor soccer. I enjoyed that a lot more. We had used to have uh, this Brazilian coach, um, Claudio, who we would like practice with like futsal, um, another type of soccer, <laughs> another type of uh, ball game. Um, you familiar at all? Either. I've heard of it, but I, I don't know the difference. Like I don't know like what the it would like actually look sack. like. How dare you <laughs> degrade hacky sack? Um, no, futsal is it's. I mean, it's soccer, but it's a. Uh, it's a it's a smaller ball and it's all it also is like it's like a foam ball so it doesn't it doesn't bounce um so it's like um so like indoor soccer smaller field like faster gameplay futsal is like indoor soccer in the sense of like the speed but the technicality of how you have to like move and position from like a skill side is like significantly higher um so if you ever watch like the uh well, when like Ronaldinho was like really popular, and you're seeing like the Nike commercials, or if, oh, or if yeah, you remember yeah, yeah. the um, uh, mm-hmm. the Jogo Bonito like videos and stuff, um, that's a lot of like him like on his street stuff. When you'd like, um, there's a lot of like futsal, so that's like Brazilians play futsal a lot. Okay, okay. for style points. Well, it's it's a crazy it's crazy skill. Yeah, it was like Claudio is this like old. Like well, I was young, so I have no idea how old he was. But if, to me, he was an older guy. Um, probably like twenty-five. No, no. <laughs> I mean, I would honestly guess he was probably in his like forties or fifties at some point in time. But dude would like that. The ball would like just not leave his foot. It made no sense to me how good he was, and he was like a you know he's a bigger guy, um, kind of Doctor Robotnik style body. But he would like stand there and just like he would literally just from a standing position like like uh cock his leg back and kick it and it would just like explode off of his foot and Mm. i like i remember like being like as we were younger just being like oh my god like ducking because we're like holy shit like this ball is coming so fast yeah how are you kicking so hard and we're like staying there like putting all of our like a thousand percent effort into one kick and it's just like yep just splutters down when this random ass brazilian dude is like shooting uh, IB, ICBMs off of his foot. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. And he would always make us do push-ups. Oh, you know, ten push-ups. Push-ups. So push-ups. <laughs> oh man, that's something that I always wish I could do. Like juggle a soccer ball. Just can't do it. Still time. I don't have you patience can... for it either. Oh, still time. There's still time nope. though. Well, true. You know what's holding you back? You. you. <laughs> Okay, coach. I'll go do my push-ups now. I'm not gonna make you do push-ups. <laughs> Just be better than you were yesterday. You know, yeah. CK, life is like an arrow, and it's pulling you back only because oh, you're gonna shoot forward. You're gonna fly. Thanks, Yoda. Uh, you can thank some random Instagram influencer for that. Okay. Up next, I'm going to get some uh, geometric tattoo on my chest. Oh, boy. Can't wait. Look, I'm an, in- I'm an influencer now. <laughs> wait, do, are we technically influencers because of the podcast? Uh, Does that work? Are we influencing anybody? Uh, is our intention to influence? I feel like, I kind, I'm I feel like you're more of an influencer as a coach than you are. As, as a, well, I mean, people get your attention here, but I think you have a, a wider reach as a coach. Over your 10 years. You have a long wingspan. <laughs> My wingspan. Mm-hmm. 
40 states. 40 states? Yeah. That my week span covers? Mm-hmm. Nice. You know. I think I'm just guessing what the other upper northeast has. The Midwest? No, the northeast. <laughs> the the Pacific Northwest? Oh, northeast. The northeast. Yeah. I, I said it right the first time. I want to go to Maine. <laughs> this is a kind of off, but I really want to go to Maine. Why? For lobsters? Yes. Ooh, lobster. I want lobsters. Lobster. I want some clam chowder. I don't think they talk like that, but they I do. would like. We're going to make them talk like that. I don't. I don't. What? How we're going to make them talk like that. Oh, no. I don't want to. I don't want to degrade Maine with a Boston accent. <sighs> Disappointed in you. Well, just, you know, to the. They don't talk like that in Rhode Island either. Sure. Quick question. Ryan, can you say Chicago? Like, how do you say it? Well, see, now that you've told <laughs> you've prepped me, him, now you've prepped me, I'm going to say it one way. You got to catch it. I said sh- Chicago. Oh, so you do say it the way that Normal we say people it. say it? Uh, Chicago? Yeah. So it depends. Most, I very, very rarely have I ever heard anybody go, Chicago? That I've heard, like, I, I can almost, I'm pretty sure I can name one person. And it was, like, mm-hmm. the maintenance dude to Marissa's apartment. <laughs> He'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, Chicago. And he only does it on the episodes to make fun of it. Who, me? Yeah, you. Like, oh, yeah, Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. But then... I've, uh, there's uh, there is more people though it seems to it seems to be more of like the Spanish speakers that I would hear say Chicago, oh ch, with it like a ch. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, sh- Chicago is how I Chicago. How is you? Little hey, a little bit of that drawn out ah sometimes. Hey CK, how do you say the famous phrase from Minnesota? <laughs> no, I'm not gonna say. Come it. on. I don't know. Come on. I don't want to offend anybody. What? Come on. A land of a thousand lakes? No, no. Is that Minnesota? No, no, no. No, I'm not going to say it in the report. Because it'll be, it'll be Jamaican. Yeah, I get it. It'll be Jamaican. I got you. Jamaican? You put a little little, little Creole <laughs> flair onto it? He swears it sounds Jamaican. <laughs> what is, I have no idea what you're talking about. Just say it. I'm not going to say it because I, I don't want it to be recorded. <laughs> I've said some wild everybody. shit on this already. Oh, my God. I'm over here talking about platinum gays. Like you can. Come on. <laughs> no, I'm very bad at doing accents of. Okay, well, don't do places. the accent. What is the phrase? Oh, it's not the same without. Oh, don't. Accent. Don't you know? Oh, don't you know? Yeah. Now, like that? now I want CK to do it. Did no. Oh, <laughs> uh, I gotta think of like. No, because now I'm thinking too hard about it. I gotta think about how do you how do you. He thinks that way I say it sounds Jamaican. If it helps. I don't even know what that would. My, I, I can't pull. I can't. If pull she a says it, accent. if she says it, you'd be like, yeah. But don't, like, don't being like, don't you know is kind of that's kind of like a. I, I could see that in like Wisconsin, like Minnesota, uh, yeah, yeah, like I like maybe even like Iowa to mm-hmm. a certain degree, yeah. Um, so. I just wanted to say it. But why yeah. is that a Minnesota thing? I try to do it. I try to do it as like a Minnesota Minnesota accent, but I just like I said I'm horrible at any accent. I can't even do British. <laughs> well, so I feel like I feel like the Minis- the Minnesota Minnesota accent is like it's it's not so much like a, a specific accent. It's more so like how certain words are said. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. uh so like a friend of mine will say shit like a bag. 
You're like, yeah, oh, yeah her th- bag. Yeah, you're like, oh yeah, yeah I got through my th- through my like shoes into the bag. And you're like, what? Yeah, you know, the bag. Nope, it's bag. Or uh, yeah, like that's where you get like some of the weird intricacies in words where it's like mm-hmm. hello versus pillow, uh, milk instead of milk. Yeah. Uh, or milk. So I've heard once. You heard milk? Oh, I've milk. not heard that. Never heard milk. I've heard milk. Um, I heard milk. Yeah. Hello. Uh, uh, St. Louis got some weird shit. Um, Does it? Oh, I love poop. Like on what? Uh, I love pooping on St. Louis. Um, it's, I'm trying to think of a good one. So the one thing that I've heard a bunch of people say, or several people say, but I don't know if this is necessarily a St. Louis thing or just uh, uh, some of the people that I know there, but instead of like, like Mastacholi, I've heard Muscacholi. Which is very confusing to me because there's added letters into that. <laughs> hmm. um, I love mozzarella. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just pasta. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a style of pasta. I had this argument the other day because someone's like, "Ooh, I love spaghetti," and I was like, "Like," because I was like, "What type of what type of pasta do I want to buy?" I'm like, "Farfalla, like penne." And like, oh, spaghetti. Yeah. get spaghetti. Spaghetti's awesome. I'm like, they're all the same thing. They're just different shapes. Mm-hmm. They're just vessels for Essentially. sauce. They're all spaghetti. Are they oh, stuffed they're... or not stuffed? <laughs> yeah. They're all the same. I mean, they're all the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm so bad at it. Nope. All right. People are going to hate on me for if I say it because I'm, I'm horrible at accents. I know. That's, are they going to hate on you for it or are they going to laugh with that's you? That's the fun part about it. A I lot of people suck at accents. You. Don't I know? I can't even do it. I know. No, I don't. I don't. I'm too. That, I, I'm like trying to tone it down. No, so. that's that's not Jamaican. What? That's like. Thank you. That's Ryan. like that's like house like stereotype like housewife type like Johnny Boy. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> Johnny Boy. What? I don't know. I was gonna make Continue. a com- I was gonna make a comment, but whatever. See, we, I we say sh- we say dumb shit on here all the time. Don't you know? Don't you know? See, he make but when he tells the story, he makes it sound like I sounded super Jamaican. <laughs> so like a Rasta. It. First of all, if I would have just brought up the story and asked Elise and my mom, they would have said the exact same thing, because they were there when you tried it. They were there, and your mom was dying. She could not <laughs> stop crying. Is is her is her like Rasta? Don't you know? As good as uh, Chet Hanks's like Rasta impersonations. This is a little too deep internet for both of you. I don't know who the fuck Chet Hanks is. I don't know who Chet Hanks is. It's uh, Tom Hanks' son. White Boy Summer? The good oh. looking one or the not good looking one? The one that's the Chet one Hanks. that's no, acting he, or not one? acting? I don't think he's an actor. Oh, uh, then no, I don't know. It's, I don't know uh, the only son I know of him is Colin Hanks. That's yeah, who I know that about. one. No. Nope, Chet Hanks. I don't know that one. Well, look it up. He's got some real fun videos. Um, and it came out with this, like, it was like a, during like quarant or like the. I think it was like right either right before quarantine or like as quarantine was happening um and amid you know some high racial tensions in the united states comes out this oh. fucking shirt that's just like white boy summer and you're like and everyone's like mm, oh. we all know what you meant but really bad timing <laughs> yikes <laughs> uh but yeah anyway he does all these like weird like all these like jamaican accents and it's awesome also, Andrew Santino does some like real good ones as well. I wish that's like I like that's a party trick that I wish I could do well. It's like accents. Oh, but. 
I was like specifically like a Rast- Rastafarian specifically accent. Specifically Rastafarian. No, specifically that. Would you make an actually accent? specifically like a Chicago accent? No, but just like any in general, hmm. like Australian, British. The hard part is like Australian, British are so close. Um, now, everybody that has that I say that to is gonna be like, "Fuck you!" No, they're not. They're from Australia or yeah. Britain. Yeah, but they're like, I mean, one Australia's they're they're Brits like at the end of the day um mm-hmm. to a part of the commonwealth right I yes think, they, or they, no. they, or they, they still are but they're also like a bunch of the you know the prisoners that they former, kind of like yeah. kicked out mm-hmm. yep former brits yeah expats if you will yeah um forced expats yeah <laughs> yeah but like but the the accent the accent i mean sounds different like when you hear them side by side but there's like a lot of very com- like commonalities so like whenever I tr- I can like I can usually go like a couple sentences into like Australian and then it just um, like will just slowly shift into British. Um, I do always That's do a it. terrible job at it. I can never nail Australian. I can do British, but I can't. Na- yeah, I I have to I have to like hear it a little bit. I don't hear it enough. Like after I talk to like my coach, I'm usually pretty good. I uh, I actually had my English accent challenged by Americans um, after I practiced it with english people and it was funny because i was with an english person when i was doing my english accent and the american goes that's australian and the english person goes no it's not it's clearly british and he goes how would you know and he goes i'm british (laughs) i'm probably the only one that can (laughs) verify this statement i can agree (laughs) here here and he threw his wig on the ground. He did, yeah. A lot of uh, powder came out. <laughs> threw his wig on the ground. Splashed some tea in his face. No, no, no. Save the tea. They don't. <laughs> we throw the tea. We throw the tea. Yeah. That's true. May have it's thrown true. a crumpet or two. I tried milk in my tea for the first time. How'd you like that? Don't. You don't like Fun it? Fun fact, I do not enjoy. What about milk yeah. teas? Like uh, boba milk teas. That stuff's good. Okay. But like, but like, it, like if you did like a regular, well, then you do like a little cream. Yeah. yeah, you do like a black tea with like a little, mm-hmm. a little splash of milk. Yeah. Now there's the argument: is it the milk first and then the tea, or does you do the tea and then the milk? You know, up for interpretation depending on how you want to talk about it. Yeah. But uh, I did not enjoy it. So okay. Anyway, I am a, a pure black tea person. You're anti-milk in your tea. But you do like milk tea. I do like milk tea. Yeah. That's that's one that's a luxury that I have to uh, I have to like time out. Um, like when I'm going to have it because I'm, uh, fairly lactose intolerant. Um, so I have to be careful when I have that, but fuck, I love milk tea. Super. There's a, there's a, there's a Thai place by me that I thoroughly enjoy theirs. And it's like, I like drink, like I'll, whenever we go get the Thai food, I like, I'll start to drink it when I like on my way home, which is fairly close to where I live. So it's a nice walk. So that way, uh, by the time I get into my apartment, I can essentially get rid of it at the same time. Nice. Nice. (laughs) <laughs> easy in easy out yeah it's not as fun not as fun on the second half but uh going in phenomenal you know 10 all, out of 10 recommend that's all that matters that's all that matters thai food oh sounds boy. good right now actually no yeah you do have to go to bed i gotta get up early and go fucking run mm-hmm. two, two hours? hours two hours baby two hours are you running there in pasadena or yeah i'm gonna run i'm gonna run with um a local running group. Oh, the um, Pasadena Pub Runners. Yeah, no. Did you said what? Did you said the Pub Runners. The Pasadena, Pasadena Pub Run people. No, no. under the Flyers. 
What? No. You're no. not one of the flyers? No. Who are you running with? No one. Don't. I'm, well, actually, it doesn't matter. I can actually say it because I'm not going to be running with them anymore. Uh, the Pacers. Pasadena Pacers. Pacers. I was close. I said flyers. This no. will come out after I do my run. So, <laughs> unlike, unlike, uh, so, like etiquette wise, right? When you talk about like putting shit out onto the internet and into the world, generally speaking, you want to try and speak a little more vaguely about you know like where you are and like certain things, mm-hmm. right? Nah. Um, I was on. I was playing playing games with Brian, and he's like. So, and now, by the way, this is live, like live stuff where people are watching. It's also Brian. I know. This is Twitch? Yeah, this is on Twitch. And so he was like, hey, we're going to go to like, so are you still going here tonight? Um, He's like, because you say you're going to go at this time. You're going to go. We were going to go to this place afterwards. Like, do you still want to go? And I was like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, do not. Do not say where we're about to be. And he's like, well, I don't care. I'm like, I do. You're talking about me. I'm like, look, nobody's watching, which is fine. But like the point of the matter is like you are telling people where where you are going to be live, Mm -hmm. like literally later on. Like that's just that's just not good etiquette to asking for bad things. Yes. That's like that's legitimately asking for a problem. Yeah. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. like you got to you got to keep some level of privacy. I'm going to get him to uh, spit out his uh, debit card information. Dude, he probably will look like there. So we play like dead by daylight a lot and there's like actually uh, some like weird security thing going on. So like they're getting like people like streamers are getting like DDoSed. Really? Yeah. And like their information is getting leaked and like people have already been like swatted because of it. Oh shit. And so I was telling Brian about that and he was like, I don't even know what any of this shit is. I was like, one, you should, you should. Yeah. And I was like, you're going to be on Twitch. And I was like, two, this is what it means. And I was like, this is also why you don't want people to have like any fucking clue where you live, where you live or like be able to try and figure it out because like, if they do shit like that happens or can happen. Yeah. And like, that's the last thing you want to deal with is uh, your door getting fucking kicked in with a SWAT team because they think there's a hostage going on. Yeah. It's wild. The internet is a fucking wild place. I can't believe it still happens. That's what's insane to me is that shit still happens. Yeah, dude. It was like, um, the Marissa's brother got swatted. I remember you told me that story. (laughs) Oh yeah, jeez! Like, I don't. I have no idea. They they have no idea who it was, as far as I'm aware. Uh, yeah, fucking police, like kicking down doors. So jeez, dumb. that's wild. Also, yeah, uh, I won't tell the other one, but <laughs> the other one's a fucking insane. Um, yeah, I'll tell. I'll tell you. I'll, t- I'll tell you off because it's it's funny. I mean, it's not. It's funny now that everything's fine. Um been like nothing bad happened but yeah it's a crazy story <laughs> um all right with that being said i do need to uh i need to wrap this up so i can go to bed um ck anything else you wanted to like chat about you want to shout anything out no i mean no <laughs> if people have questions for me if i'm ever on here again i'll answer them but when i don't think anyone has questions for me when so. <laughs> considering we're calling these new episodes with you the the rec room oh is that what it is now well it's r e and c k I like it. Perfect. Yeah. I thought it was Rec House before. Right. Rec Room okay, works. So I'm sorry. Better. Excuse me. Rec, rec, rec Room. Episode, wrecking Ball. Rec Room Episode 1. Yeah, Rec Room Episode 1. All right. I get behind that. Oh, we should have had a better intro then. This is, episode, this is like pre-Episode 1. <laughs> uh, rec Room 
All right. Fine. I mean, we could just we could just record it. Now we're just getting bullied on our own podcast. That's fine. Whatever. God. <laughs> Well, I mean, if it was going to be the the real legit number one, I think I've had a better intro. I don't know. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> Hold on. We'll do something. So don't leave. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Eric, where can people find us? You guys can find us on our Instagram at another period rep period podcast, or you can email us at another rep podcast at gmail.com. And you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts, except for Spotify currently at the moment, but apparently that'll be fixed. We're coming for you, Spotify. Hopefully by the time this comes out. You bastards. Um, and you can uh, find me occasionally streaming on Twitch and probably find out where Brian lives. Yeah, probably. And Or uh, where he's going to be. Or where he day. might be that night. Yeah. Uh, so enjoy that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, hit up the hotline if you got any questions. Bye. Bye. Make it bling. <laughs>